right where you are right in this moment is exactly where you were meant to be. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to the Joygasmic Life Podcast. I am your hostess, Elena Harder. This is a mini episode designed to give you a taste of what is available in our larger full interviews, as well as what we get into in the deeper version of our membership, where we have full video, bonus courses with our interviewees, and of course, our weekly calls where we support each other mom to mom. We'd love to have you as part of the Joygasmic Life membership. We've been trained to go for the orgasm. And it's a substitute yeah. for, for enduring human love, right? Have, so, have, sex, have, have orgasms, more orgasms, better orgasms, you know, multiple expanded, you know, bullshit, bullshit that we've been fed. Um, orgasm, orgasm, orgasm. And how many people do you know have experienced enduring human love? How many? With all the orgasms. How many are in not, our relationship? Not so many. That is enduring, not very many. And I don't care if older people are training young men, okay? They're not training young men about enduring human love. They're doing something very different. And I don't think it's to be respected. Mm. Well, we need to have our own opinions on that for sure. what What the Ringing Cedars books show about how love was, There's a scene in the books, for example, when there's a young four-year-old that has a major crush on an eight, nine, or 10-year-old. I don't remember how old he is. And what the family does when they see this is they encourage this young girl to be the best that she could be, you know, to, to become the best sewer, the, the most beautiful, you know, to, to treat her body with the most respect so that when she became a young woman, he would see her. Hmm. You see, um, so they were training. They they took that energy of love at such a young age, and expanded on that to try to help her to be with the one that she was drawn to very early in life, and to have that love be enduring. It had nothing to do with sex. Hmm. Zippo, zippo. It's like you utilizing know? that that love energy and that creative life force energy to improve self. So then to yes. be like radi- radiant and potentially attract or connect with yeah. that later. So I'm curious about your, your thoughts. So the purpose of intimacy, then only the creation of life, like are it, and, and then what, what do we do with the other nine months a year? Right. Like, are, are we then not engaged in intimacy or are we engaged in intimacy that is heart to heart based and maybe less physical or less pleasure seeking, but more, uh, connection focused. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. I would say it would be more love focused. So what we have been conditioned to think is that sex is love. It's the expression mm. of love. As we both know, that is not always the case. <laughs> In many, many, Certainly many not. cases, that is not the case. So sex is not love. What I perceive as love is something you mentioned earlier, um, a feeling of safety. Uh, common mm. goals for the future, you know, a common yep. spiritual path, um, affection, tenderness, uh, kindness, doing things together, growing gardens, creating that space of love, you know, for your family. And, you know, as a woman baking things for your beloved, I mean, these are forms of 
of love, of kindness, of intimacy um, that is not sex-based or pleasure-focused. Mm. It's, but it is very pleasurable to be mm. held, to be nurtured, to be mm. touched in love, to look in somebody's yeah. eyes and have the neurochemicals of love flood your body just from eye contact mm. okay, or skin-to-skin contact through yeah. hugging without fucking or oral yeah. sex. For sure. Um, so just getting back to that, the sort of the pleasure and, and getting off bit. Um, and what I heard you say in there really clearly is that what you see as the sort of the goal of that, like long, that long-term committed relationship is really all those oxytocin based love experiences nur- to skin to skin contact, nurturing eye contact, that connection intimacy that involves caring for each other and being in that oxytocin versus sort of a more dopamine based pleasure cycle where we're going uh, like, Oh, I want, I want, I want. Okay. I'm good now. Right. And being, and being in that. Yeah. That's so well expressed. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember encountering a a couple uh, who had done some blogging on the internet and they said they had given up ejaculation. And, and I, I, my, my teenage brain like could not comprehend why they would do this. And they, they literally said that they stopped fighting after they gave up ejaculation because they were literally had let go of that dopamine cycle and they'd moved into this oxytocin love connection bonding cycle of, of connection, you know? And I was just like, oh, oh, you know? And if men are looking for if they've been trained to look for that dopamine release the the ejaculation at the end um and they're focused on that as their form of lovemaking or their form of sex or fucking or whatever term we're using to to call it right if they're focused on that end goal that end uh, outcome of the intimacy they're missing out on the journey of intimacy which is continuing to expand the ability to be connected to be connected to each other, but also to that like divine source that is a, in, in my opinion, is one giant joygasm. It's one giant feeling of like union connection. There's some pleasure in there, but it's not a like, not that funny face I made earlier, like not that kind of pleasure, but like, a, uh, you know, no, like a purring I'm, cat kind of pleasure versus a ejaculating kind of pleasure. <laughs> I'm thinking of um... As you're speaking, I'm thinking of a woman who was talking about a birthgasm. Let me see if, mm-hmm. I, if I could find this. So my sense of it is that the co-creation of the space of love will fundamentally support intimacy. And I think the height of human love is actually the creation of children. And mm and the birth of the child, the birth of a child that is conceived consciously in a space of love, gestated in that space of love and birthed in that space of love. Um, When that birth happens, there's something that happens. The neurochemicals of birth, which are designed to be totally filled with love, like a love that will never ever experience any other way. Yeah. Then in that moment, those neurochemicals that are created in the first hour after birth, if it's uninterrupted, right, are so profound that it can bond that family together forever. Yeah. Because you can always refer back to that memory of the birth 
of the birth of, of, of your children. Yeah, the, which is the, oxytocin yeah. in the extreme, like hundreds of times higher than at any other time in life, including in really great lovemaking. That's, that's exactly right. And there was one woman that spoke here, which I'm going to read this. This is a quote. Sure. She sure. says the, the birthgasm, because obviously she experienced immense pleasure during birth. Mm -hmm. The birthgasm is much more total, much more complete. There is always a bit of longing left when I experience an orgasm with my partner. Mm. The birthgasm was absolute completion. I was mm. everything. Everything was me. Mm. It is very spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the women I talk to who have had, you know, who claim that that birth orgasm or they claim like having an orgasmic birth, very rarely do they talk about physical pleasure that resembles clitoral stimulation orgasm. Right. Sometimes yeah. they utilize that as a tool. Sometimes that's a part of the experience. And we can get into the whole conversation about vibrators just shortly. But very rarely do they talk about physical pleasure like oh it felt so good right it's more this sensation of so satisfied so fulfilled so full of love so connected to like something way bigger than me and and that's you know it's like there's a distinction there and I think if a lot of women a lot of a lot of women are looking to birth orgasm or orgasmic birth in the same way they look to a sexual orgasm. And all a lot of, all a lot of women know is clitoral climax, which is a radically different experience than say a cervical orgasm, which has more of that totality of like connection and, and unity consciousness built into it because of its connection to our, our vagus nerve system, I think. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard for us to put it into words, especially if we've never experienced um, this kind of birth. You yeah. Know, how, how, can we, how can we articulate what these women have experienced? Um, but I do think there's a profound spiritual element that we're missing and that yeah. we'll always, we're always going to be missing it if we're just having sex because we want to get off. So beautiful. I just, I love, I love all things vaginas and booms and babies and <laughs> women. She's like so magical. It's like creative life force. <gasps> There's so much more for you over in the Joygasmic Life membership. Become a bulletproof mom with us learn the tips and tricks and skills you need to recover from your postpartum mental health journey and learn the tools of joygasmic alchemy so you can have the kind of birth you've been dreaming of.